Get ready for a week-long celebration of music, community and fabulous fun with Joy Radiothon 2024. Joy has the largest collection of rainbow podcast content in the world and you can help keep us out loud and proud by donating during Joy Radiothon 2024. Just go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. Mark it in your calendars because Joy Radiothon returns June 1st to 7th. And remember, we all flourish with joy. Welcome to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. Visit joy.org.au to find out more about our Joycasts. You're here with Love Our Proud. With Z and G on Joy 94.9. We're joined by a very special guest comedian, Simon Taylor. How are we today, Simon? I'm great. Thanks for having me in. Thank you so much for coming down this late at night. I mean, I know it's, you know, it is about probably like, you know, half past 12 at night. It's getting tricky to come down on this late at night, and we appreciate and, you coming down. And no, look, it's I, fine. I've just had breakfast, so I'm ready to rock. <laughs> awesome. Well, look, I'm glad you're just ready to rock and roll. And we, we look, we, we saw you downstairs, and we thought, why not, why not bring up Simon? You know, why not bring <laughs> up Simon and just have a chat? Because you've, you've done a lot of stuff. I mean, are you, uh, are you a Melbourne-born comic? Are I you am from... a Melbourne-born comic. Oh, right that's on, why okay. you found me downstairs. I was just floating around. Just floating around in Melbourne. Trying to get home. Yeah. But I mean, so you, you got into comedy in Melbourne. Yes, this is where right I started. Okay. This is so, the scene I started in. So how, how far back are we talking here? Oh, I don't know. Uh, seven years ago. Nice. Seven wow. years ago, I started stand-up comedy. Stand-up. Okay. Wow, okay. No, so, gosh, what... I feel old. You know, I feel old now that when I have to like... You know, put your date of birth on one of those online forms. I'm scrolling. Oh, that's scroll. when you know. That's when you know, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, three feel... scrolls. <laughs> I'm ancient. You feel that age. Oh, so seven years ago. Wow, okay. So then um, what What sort of rooms were around back then? Seven years ago? Yeah. Th- th- or did you just still... go straight to the Comics Lounge? Well, Comics Lounge was probably my first stand-up gig, yes. Right. So that was Tuesdays at the Comics Lounge, the which new... I believe still runs. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Did you do that, that workshop? Yes, I did the yeah, workshops yeah. on Tuesday. I did that. Um, I was in an interesting situation because I'd done other types of performance. I was doing magic at the time. Magic. Oh, wow. I was doing nice. spoken word poetry at the time. I was wow. doing improv. So I was kind of like starting to do stand-up within right. the, some of Amongst those fields. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. my poems were always funny. Right. And then in magic, I was doing some routines at the start of the set. Right. And it, like some stand-up and yep. then some magic and then... Eventually, I faded the magic out. So right. it's uh, so I had kind of a transition to comedy rather than a start yeah. to comedy. So yeah. you always had an affinity for like performance, then obviously. Yeah, so. yeah. I would. So this was a funny thing that I uh, that I thought of uh, a few months ago. I was uh, I was in New York and I was with some friends and we were in the subway and there was a busker singing Elvis and I was <laughs> singing along because when I was five years old, I used to sing. You know, uh, Elvis yeah, at the yeah, school yeah, fade. Yeah. I would dress yeah. up like that was my. Right on, so yeah. even five years old, I was doing that, and so I haven't sung those songs for that. You know, yeah. twenty-four yeah, years. Uh, there's my age, if you're interested. Uh, and so I, I was singing in the subway, and then he pulled me up in you know in front of everyone, and I was singing to a whole audience nice. in the New York subway to these Elvis songs. <laughs> and then I, you know, my friend filmed it, and I, and as I'm putting it together as like a, a blog, I'm like. I guess I've been doing this stuff forever. Yeah, like right, right. so. So comedy is the you know the industry I'm in and the mm. kind of the, the the form. But I've been a little show off for forever. <laughs> so what in high school were you the the drama kid? Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. I had the best drama score of year twelve. Of wow, a little, uh, right little humble brag so there. Go did you get, did you get your top acts? <laughs> did you get a top acts then? 
I did actually. Nice. I did that at uh, what? Oh, what's a theater in St Kilda? The National. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Went to the National. I performed nice. my my Your solo. Or I did my solo yeah. performance. Fantastic. I forgot that. I guess I was. Wow. And I remember because I was opening for Arne Doe a couple of years ago at oh, the, cool. the National, and uh, and yeah, and so when that, I went back, I'm like, ah, I guess <laughs> this is where I've you know. This is normal. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it's, you've so, been here. Yeah, yeah. So even though I'm, I'm, you know, trying to, uh, you know, achieve things in comedy, it just seems like, ah, this is just who I, who I've always been in some <laughs> form or, uh, yeah. or or another. So after high school, then what did mm. you did you want to go to uni or did you? Or yeah, did I went you, yeah. to uni. Right. I was studying psychology at uni. Right. And but but still had that burning passion for performance. Yeah, because I was like, I guess I was in my bedroom learning magic tricks at yeah. that time, or I was doing, you know. Uh, I was actually rapping a lot. Right. Was, yeah, because I couldn't That's sing. Awesome. So I wanted to do, write songs, but I couldn't right. sing, so I rapped. And so I actually saw, I visited my parents uh, today and I saw like an old mixtape of mine. Oh, <laughs> no way. And I'm like, oh my goodness, I wonder <laughs> what's put it on in? that thing. Uh, no, no, I haven't I haven't dared yet. <laughs> oh. I Should. Need, yeah, I need to <laughs> psych myself up for it, I think. It'd be a good car ride, I think, yeah. Yeah. having that going. But it's, uh, oh my goodness. But, uh, <laughs> I wonder if I can remember some of the verses. Probably not. But Do you remember any of the tracks even that you went over? The or titles. Just, yeah, yeah. yeah. Are there any good, good names for some of the songs? Uh... <laughs> no, uh, we aren't free was one where it's about like Powerful. the man, you know, yeah. like yep, you know, That's we're it. being keeping us down. You got to stick it to him, <laughs> you know. That's it. You gotta stick to the man. That was Always. yeah, yeah, anxious eighteen-year-old uh, me. So <laughs> yeah, so it was uh, so in some form or another, I've been trying to create and perform right and 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 that's kind of reflected in my comedy shows now. Kind of my my festival shows. There's, I, you know, I sing in them, you know, there's mm, songs yeah. in them and I'm, I'm dancing at the, you know, and I'm did, uh, my last show had magic tricks in it. And, nice. and so, and there's these stories, I have the storytelling things. So my, my festival show is pretty eclectic. Yeah, very. Which reflects what I've what always sort done. of been. Yeah. So right you on. said you've done comedy for seven years now and mm-hmm. you've done multiple shows. When was your first comedy festival show? Mm. So what, what's that? Two thousand. Or would have been okay. So you start. You did a comedy festival show in your first year. Yeah. That you said I'm taking comedy serious. Yeah, but I did. It was magic. So it was, yep. I, I right. was in the comedy festival yeah. with a magic show that was that had sort of jokes in it. Yeah, right. for sure. So I would say, I don't know if we're gonna. This is a nerdy comedy show, right? Yeah, or, yeah, is, yeah. Is, or is this a broad? No, no, no. We go in depth. Oh, we, we go, go in depth. depth. Yeah, yeah, we right. want the nitty gritty. <laughs> All right. So I probably would have had a laugh um, every minute yep, in right. that show. So that's, you know, 50 laughs or something like yeah. that. But but if you're doing stand-up, like, you should... Well, it, it doesn't matter. There's no rules. <laughs> but, but uh, you know, generally speaking, stand-up, like club-type stand-up is mm. like four or more, four to eight laughs a minute. Type okay, thing. right, right, but, right. But, of course, there's variation to yeah, that. Yeah. Some people yeah, do definitely. longer setups and, and whatnot. But uh, so, yeah, when I started, it was predominantly... Magic with jokes through it, yep. and then right. and then it started to emerge that I out of that, yeah, right. Yeah. What was? Do you remember what the first show was called? Pieces of Mind. Oh, wow, yeah. that's actually that's that's Lots really cool. Mi- it was like mind reading and stuff like that. Wow. Okay. So how was that? What was the um like the turnout for that like for the first show? The first for show you, for yeah. your first show. Oh, people wise. Yeah. 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 Goodness. Um. So was it the Butterfly Club, which is I think Butterfly. forty. Yeah, what, so it was forty seats back then. It was in South Melbourne. Yeah, right. So this is old Butterfly Club. Okay. And yeah, so I, I think I, I did pretty well. I mean, I would have sold a 30, 40 seater because nice. they're a cl- they're a nice club. Yeah. Uh, they're a 
performance venue. So they're right. constantly just pushing their shows, which mm. is really the best place to to uh, to learn to be nurtured if yep. you if you want to do your own solo shows mm. or even even duos or, or ensemble shows because they they want you to be good performers. Mm. They want you to sell well. They're pushing that. They're not just a broom for yep. hire. Mm. So the Butterfly Club, in terms of personal development is such a big deal for festivals. So yeah. they're, they're really good. And even just off-season, if you you know want to do a weekend or something like that, I can't recommend them enough. Very they're supportive. In, well, they're in the yeah. city now, which is yeah. an even better location. Mm. And they are incredibly supportive. So I did really well there. And I think the next year I did, I think I did Melbourne Fringe Festival at right. Trades Hall in a hundred-seater. And then, so yeah. Was this the same show or did you no, do a new show? show? New yep. show every year for the last yeah. year. Did you, did you go to, I was going to say, did you go to Adelaide Fringe? Yes, I did and, that. Yeah, did, did I've the, been doing that just yeah, yeah. as long. So oh, right, I've been, right. yeah. So this will be, this is coming up my eighth year at festivals. Wow. This will be my eighth show at Adelaide, uh, Melbourne Comedy Festival. Right. And Sydney, I've only been doing maybe two years. Okay. Perth, I've been doing maybe three. Four years. Wow. Have you noticed a much of a, or what were the biggest differences between a lot of the audiences from state to state, mm. or even even carrying further? Well, it's it's tricky because we, I think we sometimes overanalyze these things because a, an audience can vary so much from night to night mm, and definitely. from venue to venue and your demographic. Uh, even even just this past week, I, w- I did a show, I did a encore of my festival show yep, in right Sydney. And I had this really sort of um, youngish, maybe like, you know, 25 to 35 crowd in, in Sydney at the Comedy mm. Store. And there was, there was just a really explosive um, crowd. And they were, crowd. La- they were yeah, they were a hot crowd. And they were laughing at all the cheeky, <laughs> cheeky like uh, jokes, probably the luder jokes yeah. right. in the show. And then I, I did uh, the Athenaeum on Saturday here. And for some reason, I think it's because it's a theatre. Mm-hmm. Mm. The the people who came were much older. They were sort of like right. 40 plus. Okay. So I'm looking at my crowd and going, oh, that's really interesting. Wait, that's wait. a much older crowd. So they went vibing as well with your material? The, no, they did. They just vibed to different things. Right. And they were actually just a, a bit, they, they felt like more of a theater audience. So when they were leaving, I was getting just as much like, that was great. Thank you very much. Yeah. Right. And as I was thinking, the crowd and people really enjoyed it. And they, they go, oh, I love the stories. And I love that you don't swear that much. Like, it's just, it is a different generation. Yeah. And this, you know, I think maybe my performance style is quite broad okay. in the sense that I, I'd rather entertain anyone. Yeah. yeah. Uh, as I think some comics are, well, this is my comedy. And if more, you don't like it, well, then a little I'm bit not going to narrow. Would yeah, you say? I'm not yeah. going to change. And, and both are fine. And there's room for both. And that's mm. the case with movies. You know, there's art yeah. house films and there's, you know, that sort of thing. Uh, bro- you know, broad popcorn films. So it just makes you a lot easier to book. Like yeah. you could probably, you're probably, uh, you can apply for a lot more gigs. Yeah. Well, I, I especially if you're clean, you said uh, mostly clean. Yeah, I can be clean. I, I, um, I guess, I guess I'm just accessible. I think that's mm. just how I've always been, uh, because I, I wanted to not, you know, lose work opportunities because yeah. I wanted to do this full time very early. So, because I, I was full time as a magician, yeah. And so when I'm so it was transitioning to comedy. Uh, I, I wanted to be able to still do all my corporate gigs and right, still right. still do festivals and yep. go for it. But one year I had quite a um, uh, was it? Yeah, I guess it's a, a bit blue. The show was a little bit blue, and 
and and also just a bit like highbrow. It was a debate right. between different parts of myself. Right? You know, first speaker, second speaker, but it was all me. You okay. Know? Wow. Uh, and it was just about masculinity, and and I was doing it in Adelaide, and and it was a very 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 broad crowd. Right. And th- I had a couple of walkouts on Ooh, like the first really? night. Yeah. Older 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 women walked out. That's crazy. And I just thought, oh, I gotta not do that. So I changed my show. Yeah. And broadened it up, yep. right? Okay. Um, but I know other comics, and and certainly there's yeah there there was a um, uh, there's a friend of mine who had he had constant walkouts, and also Dr. Brown who won the Barry, you know, a yep, few years yep. ago, mm. he used to mark them on a sheet when people walked out. He would just really? like yeah, and over the season he would have like this big, <laughs> this big uh, you know uh, pad uh, notepad of right. all the people who you know just crossed off of wow. like. You know, sixty people walked out of his shows. Wow! But he's brilliant, and he's yeah. amazing, and he's doing what he wants to be doing, yeah, right. and and we love him extra for doing something that isn't accessible mm. to to everyone. So both are valid. I've just I've just been true to myself in like mm. that very broad old school. That's it. Cabaret style, you know, <laughs> uh, something for everyone. Entertainment, yeah. But uh, so you said, um, watch the documentary that you did, maybe. Like a year oh, ago? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, my friend a, Josh Jansen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Films. A, d- a day in the life of a comedian. And mm. um, you, you mentioned in there that you didn't get your um, first paid gig until four years into doing the Comics Lounge. Mm. Yeah, that's right. true. That's probably my first paid club spot. So right, I club think spot. I was, I was probably... Yeah, I was still doing like corporates as magic. Right. So it would have been... My corporate set would have uh, been 40 minutes of magic. Right. And then it was 10 minutes of stand-up, 30 minutes of magic. Right. So I was sort of transitioning okay. into... Um, to just stand-up. To, to just stand-up. So, and also, I think that's probably... the. I think it was an, maybe it was my first paid gig at the Comics Lounge. Right. Because I was definitely doing paid gigs, like MC spots around town, and maybe I would have done some paid gigs in Perth. So my first mm. paid gig at the Comics Lounge was four years in. Damn, that's uh, that's uh, they gave you a hard hard go then four years until they get a book. Yeah, but that's <laughs> but that's normal for I think a club like a yeah. proper club. They I mean they have quite a high standard of, of course, like yeah. what they just like they're selling laughter. They're mm. not se- they're not selling and personality. Yeah, yeah. yeah. well they're selling <laughs> you right. the experience. They're <laughs> selling <laughs> drinks yeah, yeah. and tempting you in with laughter. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. but they, they just they, they are people who want those laughs per minute type mm. things. Just just make them laugh. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And 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 uh, that's in cl- club owners aqua- across you know the world. They just. There are club owners that don't listen to your set. They just listen to the audience laughing, going, they're fine. <laughs> so it's, so that's, that took a little, yeah, that took about four years. But that's, I think in every city, when I travel, even in America and I do club spots, and there's, you know, the local comic who's on doing a guest spot of five minutes at the top mm, of the night or, yeah. or maybe hosting. You know, it's taken them four years. Yeah, you know? exactly. So, right. so it's, right ab- there, yeah. it's about right for club comedy. Mm, okay, around then, some of my friends got it sooner, some some later. So yeah. depends when you get that break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that and that's just that takes that's time and persistence mm. and you know um, bugging room bookers and yeah. constantly going up and. You, know. you mentioned uh, going to America. So when we come back, we're still here with Simon Taylor. Simon was doing some crazy dance moves during that uh, song that we were just I watching. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't, My I mind couldn't was believe blown. it at all. What, were, what would you call those dance moves, Simon? Uh, that, that's just free expression. I couldn't replicate them again. Because no. if you said do those again, I'd be like, I can't. They're a once-in-a-lifetime thing. <laughs> I it's, feel privileged to have mm, witnessed it now. Very yeah, privileged. I'm so glad. Uh, never happened before will never happen again. Again, once no, in a no. 
but it is comes from someone that was in top acts, so you know it's legit. You, <laughs> you know, know it's, it's legitimate. You know That's it's right. the best it Always. can be. But uh, you, we're talking about uh, you're just going to launch into the, the fact that you were in the US. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but you so okay. So you spent you spent like last five years in the US on and off. Yeah, on and off. basically it w- would have been like. My year, five years ago, would have been like 20% of time in the US right. a year and then 30%. And then this year, I was probably like there, 70% of the year. Oh, wow. So it was five five years ago, was Leno, was Leno on then? Yeah, so yeah, okay. Tonight Show with Jay Leno was on uh, about five years ago. Yeah, Fallon yeah. hadn't taken over yet. No, no not yet. And, uh, and I went over there and... Um, did a gig I did a stand up gig at a comic book store in LA wow. right on. it was the oh, one gig the Melt, the melt. Ne- yeah, yeah Nerd yeah. Melt yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was at Meltdown Comics and it was the one gig I could get because right. you know <laughs> it's just so, so hard to get a spot over there are you why is that just you just constantly like bugging booking you know people yeah, like booking I guess so. Just to reach out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think my friend knew someone who had a show, and so right. it was it was a friend of a friend. So it was you know cronyism more than anything. <laughs> and I did a eight minute set, and a producer from the Tonight Show saw my set, and he right. said, "Hey, that was great. Do you want to come to the Tonight Show?" Oh, I'm like, "Whoa! That's I get to awesome. watch the Tonight Show." Yeah. <laughs> and so I went to the Tonight Show, and I and I loved it. It's so showbiz, you know, mm. just the the cue cards, and it it was everything you imagined Hollywood be the the, the cameras on the dollies and the cranes and mm. just it was so classic American yeah. showbiz TV and I'm in awe and then the show finished and I'm on a high and I'm walking out and the producer comes grab and to grab me and he says no no, no come back you're going to meet Jay oh. and there was only three or four people who get to meet him after every show do you remember, do you remember the guests on that, that the show that you saw? Uh, Santana was the musical guest. Right. Gerard Butler, I oh, think, wow. was the and Wanda Sykes. Yeah, oh, Wanda. Yeah, nice. so they were they were the guests that night, and yeah, and then and and as I'm sort of standing in line behind a, a you know handful of people going up and mm. meeting Jay in the in the backstage area, the green room, um, they're all doing the same thing. They're all saying the same thing. They're all like, "Hey, you know." Great show, and right. he was saying, "Oh, where are you from?" And they're like, <laughs> "Oh, we're from Minnesota." And he's like, "Oh, yeah, I performed up there." You know, that was just right. like every interaction seemed to be the same. And I just mm. thought, "Come on, you've only got one yeah. one chance to do this." Yeah. So I I uh, thought I'd just be a smartass and uh, be I don't know. I think it was just that Aussie larrikinism to it. Right. And I just said, "Hey, Jay Leno, I'm going to write for you one day." Oh, and uh, and he's like, nice. "Oh, okay, yeah, all right. Well, Chris says you're funny, and you know, like <laughs> the producer." Yeah. And, yeah. And so we go up to the offices and I'm looking at how the jokes are made and he's like, ah, oh, send some jokes in. So He brings you up to the offices? Yeah, wow. so he brings me up to the offices and I go through, shows me how they, What's you know. A, sorry, what, what is that? Like, just like walking through the halls of, of like a, you know, a studio with Jay Leno and he's like, yeah, just, just let me bring you up to my office. Yeah. Like, what is that feeling like? You know, well, it's just like. Well, as it's happening, it, it just seems so. Surreal. Uh, yeah, it's, well. Afterwards, it felt surreal. But mm. when you're there, it, it, it it's all very... It, like, the, the offices are just boring, yeah. white wall, yeah, okay. partitioned offices. Right. So, But it's, it's so a, different yeah. to the showbiz of the studio. The mm. studio is lights and sound and cameras action. But the offices are just like... <laughs> Yeah, there's, you know, a little mold. Like, you know, these roofs, there's a little right, mold right, here yeah, or yeah. something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not that there's any mold the Joy guys. <laughs> no, no, not clean. Not at all. Not at all. Yeah. all. That's right. Uh, but it's, it's just, you know, it, it looks like that. And a lot of a lot of Hollywood over the last five years of writing in different places, yeah. it's, it's, it's just a lot like that. It's just office buildings. Was he making small talk with you on the way to the offices or is it just like... 
Um, like, or was it just you listening to him the whole time? Well, I was there with the producer and the right. writers, and he was just, I think he was just being, he was just the nicest guy. He was just so sweet and just like, oh, okay, yeah, send jokes in, and we'll get an Australian perspective. And I know Rove, and you're you know, oh, right, great, right. and you know, because he, I think Rove is a good friend of the show. And, right, I think so. And yeah, so, that's right. so they, um, so he was just super friendly. And then I went home and I wrote two pages of one liner jokes. Nice. About the news that day. Yep. And I sent it in, and the next day I had a contract. So the that's next day, yeah, what a was, turnaround! Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, it, was, it was insane. So, so did you, you emailed that into the to the producer or whatever, and they mm-hmm. and the writers, and they they're like, "Yep, let's let's hire this man." It would have been Jay because Jay, Jay. Jay all the jokes go straight to him, right? Okay, so wow. if he didn't like them, he yeah, so because right. yeah, it's, there's no writers' room there really. Right, okay. it's just all these. It was sort of modular. There were twelve staff writers, mm-hmm. and then there were people who send jokes directly to Jay, but it right. all went through Jay. So mm. he would just read it, mark the ones he liked. Yep. Then uh, that would be whittled down to a certain amount, right. um, maybe like a couple of hundred. And then he'd be with his head writer saying, you know, I want these. And the head writer said, yeah, oh, you did a bit. You did, you know, Tom Cruise jokes last week. Right, Why right, don't right. we ease Keep up on fresh. that? Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So that sort of thing. Or they'd have old, old jokes that they could reuse. So right. that, that, there was that. They did that? Of, they did that much? Did they do that? Like go back and use old jokes? Um, and, you know, yeah, probably. Yeah. I mean, there there would have been, yeah, there'd be there'd be similar points to hit. Like yeah. if mm. I don't know, there's only so many times you can say, you know, <laughs> Kim Kardashian's dumb or something yeah, like yeah, that, yeah, or yeah, Paris Hilton's yeah. dumb. And <laughs> how and can we I, deliver it differently this time? Yeah, yeah so yeah. there'll be certain jokes that he'll he'll mm. kind of you know reheat. Right, right. Mm. That's, <laughs> that's, a yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. But uh, so, so how long were you writing for Jay? About two years. Two years. So we're still in Australia doing stand-up and I was right. sending jokes in. So emailing jokes, email to fax because oh, he wow. had a fax machine <laughs> that he'd just take, pick up all the papers from. That's awesome. And, Old school. And yeah. so uh, I did that for about two years and wow. then after that I wrote for Sean McAuliffe, Mad as Hell. Wow. Uh, yeah. Which is still, still rolling, I think. Uh, so I, I worked on that for a year. What a credit to have, though, for yeah. you know, just writing on Leno. Like, I, mean, yeah. I feel like can, that can get it's you insane. walk you anywhere. <laughs> like, you walk in anywhere. Yeah, that one's <laughs> a, that. Well, that one changed my life a lot yeah. in terms yeah. of doing festivals. I will get radio shows, you know, right, and right. I could actually get on radio, and people want to hear the story. So, yeah. so that one's helped uh, a lot. And now my challenge is to have something, have a talking point that you know surpasses that and, yeah. that's, right, yeah, yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. a good problem to have in it's, comedy yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. it's, it's a good problem it's like alright you've achieved <laughs> something now you have to achieve something bigger More. than that yeah, yeah. you know so yeah. that's uh, that's, drive, that's really yeah. cool so I think you know I feel like I'm on my way to that with you know the ABC special I had earlier this mm. year and um, it's going to air on Channel 11 uh, in December right so I've, nice. you know got got stuff that uh, I'm, I'm working on that um, you know is that is the new break because yeah. you know apparently you just kind of have to keep getting different breaks That's in this industry yeah, you know yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Joan Rivers documentary I recommend for anyone yeah. in, in stand up yeah, yeah. because she was what, 70 or something and she was still looking for another break another That's you it. know trying to get another <laughs> TV break yeah. or something like that and 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 get more work so she was just an example of someone who would have a you know would would have like a wave of success and then mm. it dies down and doing cruise ships and then have another wave of success doing TV and then it dies down and then she had a YouTube channel yeah. even in a yeah. you know 70s so she, she did th- yeah. and 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 that made me realize of like oh 
I'm living the same life as her mm. now, but just with a lot less money, you know. <laughs> but I'm still doing, you know, there's there's just less zeros at the end of my check, but there's still I'm still doing the same things as her, yeah. writing jokes, Fundamentally, doing yeah. doing going out, doing gigs, trying to get seen, trying to get attention, trying That's to right. build my profile. Mm. And I realized when I watched the documentary, it's like, oh, my life is not going to change practically. Mm. I might have nicer things, mm. you know. I might have a might be able to own a home instead of rent a home or right. maybe i won't maybe i'll just keep renting and traveling but it'll if this is my career mm. then it's going to be you know this this sort of thing putting on shows hoping yep. people yeah. come forever hating yeah. reviews liking reviews <laughs> getting upset at things the cycle bickering yeah. in the scene gossip and staying away and going overseas and it's it's it's, this is just going to be, mm. you know, what, how what it is. It, yeah, how it is. Um, and hopefully there's family along the way and hopefully there's, you know, more, you know, your, your friendships and relationships and, and all the other parts of your life that are wonderful. Mm. Um, but this is this is the sort of career that I think just suits me. I, 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 I'd be very hard-pressed to find anything else I'd, I'd rather do. Well, you said you've got something coming out. Channel 11, my special uh, is cool. airing live at the Enmore. So I'm Taylor live at the Enmore oh, nice, in, uh, nice. in Sydney. Interesting. Have you got anything else planned uh, upcoming? Any more projects? My new festival show will start uh, start touring Perth. Yep. I'll do Perth Fringe, and then I'll do Adelaide uh, Fringe Festival, Canberra Comedy Festival, Brisbane Comedy Festival, Melbourne Comedy yep. Festival, Ooh. Sydney Comedy Festival. And it's the same show you're taking around? Uh, it's called, yeah, Happy Happy Times, okay. Simon Taylor. Happy Times, Ooh. and uh, sounds fun. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's about a pregnancy scare. Oh, and Uh-oh. it's uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, and it's it's also just about uh, yeah, just, just just the things that make me happiest in life, and and that feeling of um, you know not not getting. Uh, I guess jaded by okay. the good things in your life. I thought you were yeah. going to say not getting pregnant. Uh, <laughs> not getting pregnant. <laughs> and so this is a new show from last year. You've been working on this show for the last twelve months. Yeah. Or this, so? Well, I've been no, not that long, because <laughs> I mean, you start working on. I started working on it maybe like four months ago. Okay. Right? Yeah. Because I was still touring my last show, oh, spectacularish, sure, yeah. up until April. Wow! Oh, wow! Wow! Jason, okay. Well, probably May actually. Yeah. yeah. So, 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 and then you, f- you know, you finish it. It's very hard just to yeah. throw all the material out, but I did. You know, you throw it out. So mm. May, June, July, August, September, October, November. So seven months. Yeah. Uh, I've been sort of growing it, okay. but it's you know even oh man, that's, I, I wish I was further along. I'm only about twenty five minutes in, but no, <laughs> to the show, but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to start doing... Plenty of time. Yeah, Plenty I'm going to start doing more trials. I did a trial show recently, and so that went okay. Right. <laughs> you learn a lot from those things, though. You learn you learn a lot, I Well, feel. it's just setting a deadline. I mean, pe- people say, how do you run your show every year? It's mm. like, just book the venue, put a poster out, <laughs> yeah. put the name out, and you have to have something ready. That's yeah, right. That's it. I feel like a lot of... Yeah, I, that can be disastrous, though. That can be disastrous. Well, it's because what if you don't have a show? Well, then, well, you will have a show, just mm. won't be very good if that's you're right. standing on stage. <laughs> stage. That's it, you know. For you With know, mic, I, yeah. oh, you've heard of it. I've heard of comedians, you know, doing thirty-five minutes, and then, mm. uh, well, that's all I've got. Yeah. And you know, it sucks, and it feels bad. And yeah. you know, then you, you know, you you push yourself to work harder, Do and then the next time, yeah. So if I mean, if you're cut out for this, then you should be able to should swim. Yeah, to to <laughs> just jump in the deep end and, yeah. and 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 try to try to swim, but um, there, there's an optimum level of stress, and when yeah. you've got a deadline looming, 
um, some people see I'm I'm quite a wiry guy anyway, mm. so I kind of hum away at maybe like you know uh, a, a six out of ten usually. Right. So <laughs> so when when stress level right. Yeah, yeah. So uh, when I have work to do, it pushes me into seven and eight, and I'm like, right. oh god, it's already the red. I, <laughs> so I'm starting to do I'm starting to work on my show months 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 earlier. Yeah. Right. But some people who who are like a you know, a two or a three usually are hanging mm. out and they can, yeah. you know, just <laughs> yeah. go to pubs just and talking. hang out with yeah. friends throughout the, the yeah. year. They don't get to, you know, stress level seven and eight no. until a week before yeah. the show's out. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So it's just my my general, like, highly strung nature that gets me, oh, no. <laughs> now, gets quick, me working fast. Quickly, uh, just coming f- from, like, uh, I guess, writing jokes for, you know, the, for monologues and stuff like that. Mm. So uh, mm. the way you write jokes now is mm. it has it changed from, you know, how you originally wrote jokes? Are mm. you so much more succinct now with your jokes? Well, like, I, I learned joke writing on Twitter. So mm. before I met Jay... <laughs> 140 characters or less. Yes. Yeah. Oh, well, not anymore. Sure. That's ruined now. Yeah, it's they've two, changed it. 280 it, or yeah, something they've now. Doubled really? It. Oh, yeah. wow. Breaking news. Long form yeah. comedy now. So. Yeah. 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 So, <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I just wrote like 10 tweets a day. And I also just wanted to be on one of those late night talk shows. And, and I was lucky I got to do live on Bowen, which was on right. channel. Yeah. Yep. 44 yep. uh, or channel 31 31, yeah. 31 in Melbourne 44 everywhere else so mm. that that was you know that was always something I wanted to host mm. because I loved Letterman I loved Johnny Carson and um, ironically I'd never really watched Leno before I was working for it uh, and, <laughs> that's awesome but I and Ro, like Rove was a big idol of mine yeah, and I, I just always wanted that sort of thing and mm. And well, so, you, do, you did awesome on Live and Bone. Like you do awesome oh, at, at, at hosting it. Oh, thank like, you. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was just everything. Every skill I've ever developed mm. is suited for that platform. Yeah. If you're a host and you have singers and dancers and actors and comedians on, and you're one of them, mm. then it's it's sort of the right environment yeah. to have fun and 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 be. Uh, collectively entertaining mm. on a show like yeah. that. So would you would you think about pitching something? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm constantly yeah. doing that, but that's, I mean, it's such a, uh, a TV pitching is such a mm. difficult, uh, long process. It's, it's, process. it's, it's not only is it an invisible target, you yeah. don't know what they're looking for. <laughs> it's a moving target. What yeah, they're okay. looking for is changing. So you could go, hey, I want to do a panel show. They're like, oh, we're sick of panel shows. Mm. We've been got a million them. of them now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Or, or, you know, you may go in and say, hey, I've got this great game show format. They go, great, we're looking for game show formats. Mm. And then you do it and they're like, well, actually, we're, you know, we've, we've gone with another one. You're like, right. oh, well, you know, so it, it's it's too, uh, yeah, there's no clear structure no. of what, what, what is needed and mm. uh, or what people want and different networks do, diff- yeah. do different things. So, um, yeah, I, so the joke writing developed on Twitter. I, I learned how to do monologue jokes because it's right. just set up punchline yeah. mm. and then when I so that's that's a monologue joke that's very clear that's like mm. let's just say what the news is and get a laugh at Gives the end the of it yeah, yeah. S- doing stand up I don't write like that at all in stand up no. I don't I don't write the jokes beforehand really I, I have dot points of what I want to say interesting yeah. um, I don't yeah I won't write anything down I'll just have the dot points and get of, on stage and of just the set up Mm, or just the, the topic okay okay so if uh I, I might talk about um so a show from if, uh, a bit from earlier this year would have been um let's say i'm trying to pick a pick a good topic that, that uh we'll say gay nightclubs yeah and i i the 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 
premise is gay nightclubs are the best nightclubs. Yep. And yep. so I would just talk about that. I'm like, straight guys, if you haven't been, they're the best. Head down there. Like that 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 was that that that's the premise. And mm. then I find jokes along the way of you right. know um uh what's fun about them mm. and, and, and how you don't have to limit yourself as a man by, you know, saying I'm a straight guy so I can't do these things. Yeah, yeah. Like don't limit yourself. So that was the premise and then I get on stage and do and act work out the punchline. And do act outs and right. work out the punchline and right, and, okay. and, and, and and there's jokes along the way and, and, and that sort of thing. So that's yeah, I start with that premise of mm. gay nightclubs are the best and then I get on stage and start explaining to people why, you know, it's <laughs> and that jump and, point. And, yeah. and then, yeah, so that, that, that's, that's one way. And, and, um, I think in that documentary you saw mm. of, of me, it's, it's, I had that, you know, I had a sinus infection and that's why I was, was going like, to bring up, I was going to bring up, I do, you said that you, you would vow to never use the nasal douche joke ever again. Yeah. Did you, you'd never used it again? No, I don't no. Well, I didn't vow. It was just, I just didn't, you know. <laughs> Uh, You're like I'm it, never using that ever again. It, it's just not. Um, it just it didn't work. And 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 what was I mean, the, the last one worked though? Like you because you completely just changed. It did work. It actually that's true. It did work, but it didn't feel right. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. so what what's interesting? And it did, also didn't have a place in my show. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I it, it, it would get a laugh, but this is this is why I wanted people to see that documentary is just or, or see that aspect because there were jokes that he that we filmed that did mm. were good and did work and they're in my act now. Right. But I right. thought. People will see see those jokes yeah. in the special. They'll see those jokes in the special, and that's mm. so. Why do I need to show them in the documentary? The documentary yeah, yeah, yeah. is like, look at the stuff that doesn't make it. This is the process. Mm. This is how sausages that's are made. It. This yeah. is what gets cut off. Um, some of that, you know, some of those uh, jokes you've seen it um, uh, that they do well, but they're not the focus. It's mm. the struggle with the ones that aren't doing well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and when you need it, I did it four. I did those jokes four times that night mm. to to realize, oh, I don't want these. Right, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, so yeah. It, t- it took a long time to, 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 to just and, chuck and, it out, and sometimes it takes weeks, for, mm. you know. And sometimes you have bits in your show that you only keep because you've continued to do because you just have always done them, but yeah, they're not okay. good, okay. <laughs> yeah. or you just want them to work, yeah, yeah, yeah you want them to work. Or, yeah. well, in my encore shows, uh, last week of my this year's festival show. There were, I cut a bunch of jokes. I'm like, why did I ever do these? Right. And I did them like 70 times over the course of right. festivals, probably more, 80 or 90. Um, but I just thought, they don't need to be here. They're go- really? And they're gone. Oh. And I, I cut them. But it took me brutal, you know, brutal seven, seven months you know, after doing festivals just to go, they don't need to be here. It was just because I was doing them every night. That you were used to. That it was a habit more mm. than, yeah. And so in that doco, it was just... You know, I I did them four times, yeah. and I tried tweaking them, and they never felt right. And I'm like, all right, well, they're gone, mm. and that's and that is just as much part of the process as writing a good joke. That's right. It was great. It was a great, great doco. Absolutely great doco. The what was it? What was it called? The the day in the life of a comedian. Yeah, yeah. Just YouTube that one, everybody. That was a fantastic yeah, doco. Yeah. Uh, and also you you and the last the last boy you hit that he hit was uh, Mad Dog. Yeah. So shout out to Mad Dog. Shout out to Fa- Mad Dog. fantastic, fantastic room that you that. Oh, um, it was. Yeah, yeah, I just realized. Yeah. I forgot. I was a blur. All those, <laughs> all those rooms. That's what to, happens at Mad Dog. Do you, ever, yeah. <laughs> do you ever still go to Mad Dog? Or you? Well, I haven't been in, in, in uh, Australia for, for a little while. So um, good I was actually thinking if it's still running, I'll, uh, maybe I'll, I'll yeah, hit it. Wait, down. it's... it's, it's it's on a it's on a Tuesday night. It's on a Tuesday, Tuesday night. night. All right, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, yeah. I'll head. I'll, I might head over. It's well, always a safe room. Yeah, we'll see you there one day. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We'll see you there, Simon. But uh, so, uh, the the special coming out in on December 
13. Fantastic. Um, channel, channel 11, 11. Yep. 9.30 p.m. Awesome. I was going to say, I was going to say, I was going to ask a podcast or anything, but it sounds like you're just busy all the time, Simon. I like vi- doing video blogs because yeah. I, yeah. like, I like the... the um, the medium of film and yeah, things right. like that. I enjoy that. Podcasts, I don't enjoy so much. Um, so I I like being on them mm. because <laughs> it's it's just, you know, it's a guest spot and you do it once. But I just think the up, the upkeep of having to do a podcast all the yeah, time, for enough. me personally, because I'm on the road and I'd be doing them alone. Mm. With a friend, I wouldn't mind if 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 i you know had someone i could regularly do podcasts with but anyway that's a long answer no. to no <laughs> no no that's fantastic but uh, where can where can people get you on the uh, the facebooks the twitters yeah, so the instagrams so most most things i am mr simon taylor mr simon taylor um, that's on Twitter and Instagram, or just Simon Taylor on Facebook. I got a public page and things like that. Awesome. Or go to my website, mrsimontaylor.com. com. I got a right. mailing list. I'm trying to push the mailing list before you know net like ne- neutrality is ruined and it costs yeah. eight hundred dollars <laughs> oh. to be. So I'll just send you an email right. uh, yep, yep. with my with my my gigs. Just so. give just give out your uh, mobile phone number right now, and yeah. uh, <laughs> everyone can uh, yeah, <laughs> get up on that. But thank well, you so much. It's for easy down. enough to contact me anyway. They don't even need the phone number. <laughs> but thank you so much for coming down, Simon. Really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. This podcast was produced by Joy Media. You can support Joy's diverse sound and diverse community this June by donating to Joy Radiothon 2024. Go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. And remember, we all flourish with joy. Joy.